Hello and welcome to the Deep Dive. My name is Kelsey Ray Hartzell, and today we're going to begin our trip through the major arcana, starting with, of course, ba ba ba, the Fool. Now, the Fool is actually numbered zero in the tarot in the um, major arcana, though there are twenty-two cards. He is the zero, right? Uh, Sometimes he's considered the beginning, and sometimes he's considered the end. Um, Although traditionally, I do believe he is considered the beginning, especially since he is the zero card. However, it's important to note that zero is a circle, right? So it kind of implies that he is both the beginning and the end. Everything travels along this big circle, right? The tarot itself is a wheel, the wheel of the tarot, the, the zodiac wheel, that you know travels along the same sort of cycle even um samsara which represents continual reincarnation into the next and the next and the next and the next life would be a circle uh same thing with like the cyclical universe right beginning leads into the end which leads inevitably into a new beginning um and significantly when we're speaking of reincarnation, the wheel of samsara, um, that's a very accurate uh, way to think about the fool card represented within the tarot uh, in and of itself, right? Because the fool represents the new journey, a new version of yourself, the new thing that you're stepping into, right? We'll get into that in just a minute, though. Uh, So there are other names for the fool, like in the Marseille tarot. It's El Mato, I believe, which means the madman. Um, And he's also sometimes referred to as the hero, okay? As he's traveling along this, you know, cyclical cycle, being the beginning or the end, the reason that he is appropriate for both, uh, if you'll take out that actual card if you have a deck, or if not, go ahead and look it up online. I'm going to pause for just a few seconds so that you have to time time to do that if you haven't already. Okay. Hopefully that was enough time. So in the end, if he's considered the end, either he's walking into this blissful unity as the enlightened being who has gone through his journey, through the tarot, through the wheel, achieved enlightenment, and is heading back to the unity, or he is the blissful enlightened being who is exiting that unity and forgetting the divine unity um, with all that is, forgetting his own divinity to start a new life, right? Which is what we go through when we're born, right? We leave that singular, uh, beautiful heaven source, whatever you want to call it, and forget all of that and reincarnate in this lifetime so that we can experience the drama and the fun. And if we never left and played the game, then we would never grow, right? So, the if you're referring to him as the fool, right, as one of these three interpretations, it's, think of it as, um, he's the naive uh, child with full faith, right? Uh, Some people would consider that foolish, but it brings luck when you 
only expect the best when you, you know, as a child don't have as much experience with disappointment or failure or anything like that. You just believe that you can. And that brings good luck. Often, if you believe that you can do it, then you can. If you believe that you can have it, then you can. And as a child, it's just much easier to uh, believe that because that sort of naivety brings good luck. Uh, let's see. As the madman, how he's referred to in the Marseille Tarot, uh, it's kind of like he's thought of as the madman because who would leave heaven and come here, right? It could also imply that, you know, the person that's being read is acting erratically, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, so fool, madman, kind of the same sort of things, uh, but it all has to do with how people are viewing that character from the outside, right? About, like, they're taking all these risks, they're doing something nobody's ever done before, um, like, their behavior seems to be non-traditional, we don't understand them, and yet they have so much confidence in themselves, they're just playing. All these responsibilities around them don't seem to affect them, you know? They're playing even through those responsibilities, even if they do have duties, like, it's just fun, it's just a fun game. They have trust that everything's going to end up well, they have faith that the universe is on their side, on and on and on and on, which is why he can also be referred to as the hero. If you're looking at it through the right lens, okay? Um, the hero being the naive, trusting child gets through the journey of uh, gaining the secret knowledge and then comes back to bring that secret knowledge to the masses after having had to go through all these difficult experiences and almost giving up and, and trying one more time and crossing the threshold and finally getting to the the nugget of what it was that that he was wanting or that he thought that he was wanting or that he didn't even know that he was wanting and getting that nugget of that thing and being able to then use that to share with the masses right it's it lines up with uh joseph campbell's monomyth the hero's journey which can be applied at, across the board everywhere every every culture every religion um their stories apply to this monomyth um which makes it even more significant significant that you know the tarot has been around for a long time this is also going through that same monomyth so clearly the tarot is representational of something that is very true in the human experience all the major arcana cards are archetypes within our experience uh, so archetype meaning like for the purposes of this, let's just think of it, an archetype as something that is experienced cross-culturally, you know, everywhere. A specific sort of story, a specific sort of person, you know, like mother, that is an archetype, the mother, and, and everything surrounding that, you know, good or bad or whatever. All of that information is within the archetype of falls under the archetype of mother right so all these 22 cards are really archetypes <clears throat> all right let's see let me see i did make a few notes because i don't want to miss anything but i think right now why don't we just go ahead and go right into the meanings all right let's make this short and sweet like a tarot 101 all right so 
when it appears in a reading upright. It's kind of like getting the green light for whatever it is that the subject is asking about. It's uh, saying, don't listen to the naysayers, trust your intuition, um, this brand new thing, this brand new life that you're stepping into, do it and do it with full faith, with childlike joy and self-trust because it's a tremendous opportunity. It's going to go your way. Continue to feel that faith and trust. Uh, or it could mean that someone else is bringing a huge opportunity into your life and to listen to them because they carry these qualities. Um, or it could represent you having completed some sort of journey uh, and then going out and sharing with the masses what it is that you know, right? Um, the fool is kind of a Jesus figure then in that way, uh, whether looked at from the beginning or the end. Um, so it's, you know, if you, if you want to start your own business, which seems to be a popular thing, or you want to start a new relationship, or you want to quit your job, or you want to move, or, or any myriad things, right? It doesn't have to be something huge like that. It could be something a bit smaller. Um, there's a lot of nuance to it. Uh, that's, it's like you're getting a green light to go ahead and trust and to do those things when you see the fool upright in a reading. Now, when you see it come in reversed in a reading, it can represent foolishness, that, that the person being read or that the character that is showing up in their life in that reading is being foolish, right? It could mean that you're trying to push something before it's ready. It could mean that you're missing an opportunity or that you're jumping at the wrong opportunity, right? And this is where intuition kicks in. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. But you have to be honest with yourself about which one it is. If you're not sure, if you think, oh, this might, this is really what I want. I think this is the great thing. But there's all these other fears surrounding you and, and, and it's easy for you to talk yourself out of it or blah, blah, blah. Or if someone's coming to you with this idea that sounds great and you think, wow, that could be good. That could be great. Uh, I have all these expectations and blah, 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 blah. If it doesn't feel right, like if it doesn't feel like a fucking course, hell yeah, then don't do it, right? That's, that's the fool in reverse. And in, in, that's the fool in reverse. Um, it can also represent self-doubt. And that's another thing you'd have to use your intuition for. Like, is it that you know that this thing that you're trying to push forward into or that you're stepping into or whatever, do you know that it's perhaps not the right time or could possibly not be the right time? Okay. Then yeah, no, don't do it, right? Or am I missing an opportunity out of fear? You can be honest with yourself about that too, which would be like, yes, yes, this is the thing, this is the thing, but I'm afraid and, and, and what if this happens and what if this happens and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, there's a, there's a subtle difference there, right? Self-doubt is self-doubt and fear. Uh, so you're missing out on it or you're trying to jump in an opportunity that's not ready yet. That's when it's in reverse. The, all the all the interpretations it really depends on the reader because there are many 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 
readings that can come from this card, right? There's a lot of information in all of these different archetypes, reversed and upright, and you can only gain more insight into it as you gain more experience, not just in life, which is helpful, but also when you gain more experience experience with the tarot, whether you're a reader or you're being read. Because, um, you know, archetypes are complex, like infinitely complex. And a good reader is aware of that, and they're not going to read the card the same way twice for any one person, uh, especially because the meaning of the card with any card, but especially the, the major arcana, it depends on the combination of cards, right? Because the major arcana is an overarching thing. If you pull a major arcana card in your tarot spread, that's a big thing. That is, it's almost like saying this is a theme, right? This is a big moment. This is a, a, a huge wave within this choppy water, right? The choppy water being the other cards and the reading and, and all, you know, all of that. Like it all, it all contributes to the movement of the water, but this is a, this is a really big wave in that water, right? It's something you particularly want to pay attention to. And no matter where you pull it in the reading, it will inform all the other cards in some way, right? Okay, so let's see. Let's think about some combination cards that could possibly come with the Fool and how we might interpret that. So let's say you get the Fool upright with the Ace of Wands upright. That's very much so in a traditional sense saying there is an opportunity, move towards it, green light go, the thing that it is that you want or that you're trying to do or that you're trying to manifest or whatever that is, keep walking forward. The opportunities are going to present themselves. This is a big opportunity. Don't miss out on it. Green light go. Do it, do it, do it, right? If you were to see the reversed fool with the eight of wands, um, sorry, if you were to see the reversed fool with the ace of wands, it would be like saying, okay, uh, there is an opportunity, right? Either there is an opportunity, but you are not ready for it yet, and you're not seeing it from the right perspective, and you need to change your perspective in order to get this opportunity, or shit, you don't see this opportunity right in front of you because you're all out of sorts and, you know, look, you have to look at things through a different perspective. And the more cards you pull and everything like that, the, the more you'll get an opportunity to see exactly what that's about and exactly how to turn yourself around, basically, if that is the case, if it is that you are being foolish and not taking this opportunity or not seeing it or, or in being all turned around and rejecting something else, you will then gain this opportunity, right? That you're walking towards it. Regardless, let's see. Okay, let's, let's consider the fool reversed with the three of cups reversed, okay? That could represent that you're overindulging, right? It can represent the, um, it can represent addiction. It can, it can represent relapsing. It can represent someone who is not paying attention to the, uh, the toxins that they're putting in their body or, or maybe even more so that they're not paying attention to the amount of substances that they're consuming. They're, 
going a little bit too hard. They're partying nonstop. They've lost touch with their own path. They're sort of barreling towards something unhealthy and that it's important to gain some clarity on that, right? Because at the time, if the fool is reversed and the three of cups is reversed, then it's like you're partying too hard. You're drinking too much. You're imbibing too many substances and it has got you all turned around and you are going to keep going along that cyclical plat that cyclical pattern making that choice over and over and over on a downward spiral unless you see this and then change your perspective and like I said cards around that will really help um, figure out what to do about that Uh, let's try one more let's say you see the four of pentacles and the fool so that could mean that you have been holding on to resources, um, you have a lot of resources, or that you've been slowly building up your resources and you've got a really tight hold over them. You're afraid to spend them or you enjoy flaunting them or um, you're afraid to spend them. Did I ever say that one? I think I said you like spending it. Uh, so it could mean that you're holding on too tight or that you're being too free with the, with your money, like I said, depending on which what the cards around it say. If the fool was in reverse, it would suggest that you're spending way too much money. Um, but since the fool here is upright, the four of pentacles to the fool, that would suggest that you have the resources to allow this new journey to start. So to be a little bit more free with your money or saying hey, look, you're going to get all the money that you need. Don't fear. Just trust it. You're going to get this money that you need in order to move forward into this new um, opportunity, right? Into this new life. What's, I think, most important in this 101 sort of lesson about the fool is that the fool is an instinctual card, right? It's visceral. It is all about trusting yourself. It very much so represents beginning a new life, whatever that looks like, which is why earlier I was saying, you know, moving, taking a new job, leaving an old job, uh, uh, getting into a relationship, getting out of a relationship. Those are really big life-altering things, right? Big And the fool represents that at its core, the beginning of that new life cycle, you know, because we die many deaths in this one life that we're living and we experience many births in this one life. And that's what the fool is representing. He's representing that new birth, which could imply accepting this, the end of this thing that was going on before in order to take the opportunity to move forward into that new life you know because it's a positive thing it's great the the card is telling you green light go do it start over again if it's in reverse and you're trying to leave the end of something it could mean you really don't want to leave or you should think twice about leaving or you know you made foolish remarks and and made a had a stupid fight and now there's the parting of ways of a relationship blah, 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 blah. Like I said, many different card combinations, many different ways to read the fool based on those card combinations, 
many ways to read those cards based on the fool. It really depends on the reader. It depends on the layout. It depends on how long they've been reading. And the cards really, they change meaning. They shift meaning all the time, right? It seems like the images themselves are moving. Sometimes when I'm pulling cards for a client, I see something new in one of the cards and I swear it hasn't been there before. But that little thing all of a sudden takes over the meaning of that card and colors it with so much, right? It gives it so much flavor. Um, it's just, I don't know how to overstate it, right? These cards have so many meanings. And I've just given you, like I said, that basic 101 overview lesson. Uh, keep listening for all the next episodes as we take our trip through the Major Arcana. And then afterwards is when we'll, after we get through all 22, that's when we're going to go a bit deeper. We're going to get more card combinations, more meanings. I'll definitely throw in an episode about, you know, the history of the tarot and, and everything surrounding that. Um, but right now, let's just try and get through these cards, huh? Because it's really fun. And I want you to have all the Trump meanings so that you can get through all the minor arcana meetings next. And then we'll be well on our way to being able to read for ourselves. All right, guys, this is Kelsey Ray Hartzell. This is The Deep Dive. I hope I see you next time. Goodbye.